Funny thing on the way up here this evening, you know, the road was all strewn with Christmas pudding, mince pies and trifle. Really? Yeah, absolutely deserted. <sighs>
Oh, yes. Fantastic. So the unmistakable sound of Jimmy Smith on his Hammond recorded Christmas cooking back in 1964. And, you know, I was just looking through the personnel. I'm not going to go through all the personnel, but a couple no, of couple of honourable mentions because they had two guitarists on there, Kenny Burrell and Wes Montgomery. And guess who was on the drums? Um, I don't know. It's not Art Blakey, is it? No. <laughs> Billy Hart. Billy Hart. He must have been young Billy Hart back in those days. I know, 1964. Well, here's, uh, well, here we are on our Christmas special, folks. It's a bit of a party here. The sherry's about to be it open, is that I time. think. It is always, it is your standard festive fare for this programme, as it has been for at least 10 years. Hula hoops. Hula hoops. Sherry. Sherry. Uh, mince pies. Mince pies, yeah. So Perfect. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There you go. Ah, and what's that I hear tinkling in the background? Would that be uh, Jingle Bells? You know what? I think it might be. I'll just pour this other one.
Hmm. Christian Sands from his new release there, Christmas Stories, and I think he's taken more than a little bit of inspiration from it's all blues. All blues Christmas stories. Quite clever, isn't it? Quite yeah. clever. He was a lovely guy. We interviewed him a couple of years ago at the London Jazz Festival. And I have to say, I, I sort of knew of his music. We hadn't met him before. If you saw the picture, and you see the, you know, the promo pictures and the pictures on the front, he looked like he could be sort of quite a... He looked sort of a bit harsh. And he thought, oh, gosh, is he going to be quite hard work? Quite the opposite. He was such a charming guy. Couldn't do enough. And he fascinated with the Isle of Man. He said, I'll do, I'll do something. I'll do something in a bit of Manx. And, oh, he was, he was completely into and the he, whole thing. Literally come off a transatlantic yeah. flight. He hadn't had time to unpack or anything, and we happened to be at Ronnie Scott's before him. And he said, "No, no, it's fine, it's fine. Of course, of course, I'm coming to talk to you." Absolute charmer, and he sort of did. He did TV work, and he'd done radio work, and he did all sorts of things, as well as, as you gather there, being a fantastic uh, composer, arranger, and pianist. Yeah, makes you makes you yeah, it does make you think. Oh my lordy! Anyway, it is a bit of a Christmassy uh, special, one way or another. It is our jumping in stroke, jazz stroke, whatever you like to call it, jazz Christmas party here Woo-hoo. on Mike's Radio. It has been something of a tradition for a number of years, and uh, like I said, the fair has never changed. So started by Jim. It started by said. Jim back in the day. Our and, old uh, jazz cat himself, bless him up there. It's always <laughs> always been much the same. So it is. Uh, yeah, as I dive into yet another um, hula hoop. No, oh, oh, bad actually. It could be worse. I've got some grapes. Yeah, the grapes of change, or whatever the case may be. I thought it'd slow things down a bit. What people might like after a day or two of running round like headless chickens, or headless turkeys in this case, might be a bit of a uh, a still act, as portrayed in wonderful slow motion by Agir Berg and his trio.
I love that. Not one for the car, I must admit, but uh, a take on, of course, Stillenacht. Glad I Yule, the Oddgear Berg trio from a year or two back on one of their Christmas collections. And a very different Christmas collection it was, too. You're not going to find many jingle bells and whatever, but you do find some really moody, atmospheric, mostly slow-tempo stuff on that. And, yeah, if you just want a bit of a break from all the jollity, and like, say, the sleigh bells and sleigh rides and happy Santas and stuff, that's the one to go for. Why not? Well, you mentioned a couple of things there. You mentioned turkey, and of course, Christmas dinner is uh, one of those. Somebody said, I don't know what all the fuss is about. It's just like a Sunday roast, isn't it? True, true. Which true. is true to an extent. And uh, of course, the cost's gone up everything. Carrots apparently have had the biggest increase in price. Turkeys have not gone up much because they were in short supply last year and they're ample supply this year. But of course, not only do you have to stuff them, but it depends if you like a plucking good Christmas. Here's Sleigh Ride with Bella Fleck and the Flecktones. <laughs> Thank you. 
to quote the late John Peel. So good to hear the banjalele played with such verve, as he said. He was referring to John Abercrombie, not Bella Fleck in this case. But my word, if you'd have to hang on tight on that sleigh, wouldn't you? It's got to be the best jazz sort of banjo player. We're just discussing that. And that sort of, I mean, jazz and banjos have gone together for a long time. But you often think of things like, I don't know, maybe the great, uh, like Agabilk or Kenny Ball or something with a very trad band would usually have a banjo player. But they'd just be strumming mostly, doing the chords, a bit like a rhythm guitar, I think, in a trad style. That with that amazing finger-picking style that uh, Bella Fleck uses, and he seems to be able to use in any idiom, including, as you see, a fairly modern setting there, sort of jazz setting. Incredible. How, how well it works in the jazz setting? I don't know. You can you can argue that one over your Christmas lunch, if you like, but can he play? Oh, oh, undoubtedly. And he's done albums with, oh, everyone, from including, I think, there's an album of duets between Bill Frizzell and Bella Fleck. Of there there is. And, I mean, he's, he's, he's going strong at 65. He's a... Uh... Despite his name, he is actually American anyway, and I'm guessing that's come from a bluegrass style initially, and he's just taken, taken his turn into the jazz idiom, but by word he can play, as you said. <laughs> Not far off. Right, uh, I'm going to have another Miss Pye. Hmm, and what we got? Who's that coming in now? I'll tell you who's coming to town. Get away. Yeah.
There's no Christmas party like a jazz Christmas party and a lovely rendition there from uh, an album from back in 1997, the Warner Brothers Jazz Christmas Party, with a great lineup of different artists actually headlining that particular one. Your old pal Brad Meldew Brad on Meldew. piano and uh, and Joshua Redman on sax, and they have a house rhythm section that plays throughout from James Genus, Larry Grenadier, Yorga Rossi, and Billy Kilson. Very nice party indeed. Yeah, you don't hear so much of Billy Kilson from. I think he's actually does a lot of uh, shows or something because he was playing with Dave Holland for several years, and again was one of these sort of drummers. Well, in my book, so he seemed to come from nowhere. Obviously, he hadn't. He'd been playing in the American American stage for quite some time, and then he did several albums with with Dave Holland, and then sort of seemed to vanish again. I can't remember the last time I saw a, an album in the last sort of eighteen months or so, which seemed to have Billy Kilson on drums. I think I read somewhere he does a lot of the shows and sort of pit drumming and such like and studio work in the states, which I'm assuming is the case. It's very lucrative, probably compared to jazz work. So maybe that's what he does. But uh, my wedding play. Where are we heading next? Other uh, than other than um, I'm satsumas. Where yeah, satsumas going to be satsumas. Satsumas. Tell you what. Right. I'll watch something. I'll find some satsumas. Where we do you know we've actually had a celebration all free. year this year, haven't we? For a man who published over three thousand fantastic jazz tunes, Duke Ellington, and uh, of course, like a lot of other people, he did his own treatment on Christmas with a Nutcracker Suite. Let's hear. Let's hear. Track seven, I think, is a great track, which is oh, right. in this case. Yeah, Sugar, okay. rum, cherry. Sugar, sounds good to rum, me. Cherry, yeah, that sounds like a reasonable recipe for a pudding, doesn't it?
unmistakable sound of Duke Ellington, Ali's Orchestra, and a hundred years. It's gone in the blink of an eye, I suppose, but so much good music of his to explore out there, including that one, the whole album, Duke Ellington and his Orchestra, The Nutcracker Suite, absolutely worth a visit. Most certainly is. You know what, there's a real mixture of the Christmassy stuff and that a lot of jazz artists have done Christmas albums over the years and some, I think, are full-on schmaltz or sort of, you know, novelty. They've got to and, make a living. Uh, yeah, exactly, and they probably sell very well. But then others, I know in the past we played Jerry Allen's uh, A Child Is Born, I think. Really lovely album. You could listen to it any time of the year. It's just got a sort of, you know, a really great feel to it. Uh, we were playing uh, Carla Blaze Christmas Carols the other day. Wonderful stuff. The late Carla Blaze, sadly, we lost only a month or so back in the in her 80s and what a character sadly we never got to interview her saw her several times never got to speak to her I'd love to have done because she was so quirky and wacky and dry and sarcastic and funny I'm sure she would have made a wonderful interviewee but uh, I've heard some of the stories but we never got to we never got to speak to her and Tommy, and Tom, Tommy, Tommy Smith, Smith see he unapologetically mm. goes and plays a jazz concert that just happens to be Christmas music and mm. I think that's it you're right it's a good mix some of them play great jazz which just happened to be based on Christmas tunes and other ones are actually trying to pay for the house. And then the, I was listening, I love listening to a bit of Radio 3, and uh, Georgia Mann, who you listen to in the morning, and she says one of her Christmas rituals, she always gets played every year, which cheered me up, was Charlie Brown's Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, which is a wonderful one with the uh, great Vince, Vince Garaldi. Garaldi. Yeah. And uh, I thought we'd have a bit of Vince, actually. I don't think this is from the Charlie Brown album from memory, but from another Christmas album. It's just him doing O Tannenbaum. <laughs>
That sort of a, that Laurel and the Hardy. I don't know how many times I must have heard it. Over, it still makes me laugh. I must take that out and watch it. Actually, they used to be shown all the time, didn't they? Particularly at Christmas and holiday times. They're never on anymore. Never on. And below zero, absolute classic with that line. Yes, Mr. And of course, if you're not in on the gag, of course, Oliver Hardy looked remarkably like the fantastically famous and wealthy and popular Paul Whiteman, the big band leader at the time, who rightly or wrongly is credited with actually trying to sort of, um, you know, bring black players and white players together and, yeah, playing in the sort of um, bringing jazz into a popular on, on both sides. I think there's a bit of a split argument in that. Anyway, uh, he was remarkably in face, at least, and I think in stature, like Oliver Hardy. So hence the, uh, but he was running one of the most popular and biggest bands in the country at the time of that. And there is a Stan and Laurel standing in the snow playing a bass made out of an old tea chest and a piece of string with Stan, I think, on the... Uh, Oh, he's on a little. Uh, he's on a little organ, isn't he? He's on like a little uh, sort of pen mm-hmm. organ. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, well, you know what? I was doing um, yesterday. I was doing Christmas sweet and swing. And who was the one person I didn't fit in? I got a bit of Teresa Brewer, and I got a bit of Ella, and uh, I think I got a bit of Perry in. Who did I not get in? Well, before you say, I should say who that last one was, which was a. Uh, oh yeah, who was yeah, it? Yeah, it was just a bit of a, a quick burst from uh, Teddy Horanjic, if you know him. No. No, you don't know him, but you do know, however, the rest of the band. It was quite a good band. It's called the Night Alive Band. So it was uh, Frank Lacey we heard singing there. Teddy Horanjic is a her. She didn't sing in that one. Xavier Davis on the piano. Wayne Escoffrey on the sax. Jeremy Pelt on trumpet. Fantastic player. James Burton III on trombone. Richie Goods and Quincy Davis at the drums. And the missing person. And can you have Christmas without this man? In my book, no, you can't. It's got to be a bit of Perry. Usually have to have a bit of Teresa. And like I said, I didn't manage to get yesterday on Sweet and Swing, so we'll make up for a here of the jazz Christmas party. Bing Crosby. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Why? Santa Claus is coming to town Gather round He's making a list Checking it twice He's gonna find out who's naughty and nice Santa Claus is coming to town He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're away He knows if you've been bad or good So So be good for goodness sake You better watch out You better not cry you better not pout, I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town With little tin horns and little toy drums Rudy toot toots and rum-a-tum-tums Santa Claus is coming to town And curly-head dolls and toddle and coo Elephant boats and kitty cars too Santa Claus is coming to town the kids and girls in Boyland will have a jubilee 
They're gonna build a toyland town all around the Christmas tree. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm a telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. So be good for goodness sake. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming. You mean the big fat man with the long white beard? He's coming to town. You mean the big, big fat man with the long white, white beard. beard? Best line in the whole song. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. I've been yeah. there, of course. I have uh, been That's there classic. Myself. Yeah, you've been there. You've been santering. Yeah, santering. Yeah, well, yes. There's a there's a whole career there. I think of being a Santa. Bing Crosby, of course, and not White Christmas. I mean, I love White Christmas, but he did so many other great uh, Christmas songs. It's really nice to hear him a little bit um, doing something a bit different. And well, you might be White Santa Claus might well be coming. However, we're out of hula hoops. We are um, out of sherry. Mm-mm. Out of sherry, I have two grapes left, in the nicest sense. And the mince pies have all gone. And yes, Bing's a great part of Christmas, and indeed White Christmas, the movie, is worth watching every year. Absolutely it is. Perhaps you've got your new favourites, and for the next couple of weeks coming up, jumping in, we'll be looking back at the best of the year for a couple of shows coming forward, and Pretty what a lot year. to choose from. Yeah. What a lot to choose good from. Year. But between now and then, well, we've all got... Uh, probably a bit of last-minute wrapping to do, and how about something for a change? Do you fancy a good king who's feeling a bit funky? That sounds a bit different, doesn't it? You say yeah. last-minute wrapping, you mean start wrapping, you mean, don't you? I do mean start wrapping. Right, so, use, I could use this. In this case, do, we it? wish you a funky Christmas from Adam Shulman. Here's Good King Wentz. Have a wonderful Christmas. Yay! Yay! Merry Christmas! Yay!